This episode is a sponsored partnership by Keen. So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice. But now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. An exciting one this time because we... We do miss reviewing video games, and we got a big one today. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, joined by my fellow student of Hogwarts, Witchcraft, and Wizardry, uh, and my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the new action role-playing fantasy game, Hogwarts Legacy. This was developed by Avalanche Software and published by Warner Brothers Games under its Portkey Games label and directed by Alan Tu. So, uh, yeah, this was something that was announced a little while ago, and uh, I think back in, like, 2020. So, like, in the pandemic, where, you know, PlayStation's announcing all these games, and they're announcing we're going to have this big open-world, Wizarding World game, and people went nuts uh, for different reasons. But for those who are true fans of the franchise and fans of open-world games, We've had Harry Potter games before, especially when the movies were coming out. There was like, you know, every movie had like a game. There was side games, PC games, and there was some good ones for what the tech was like of the time. This surpasses them in every aspect. This is the game fans have been waiting for to really immerse themselves in this world, to really embrace this magic to get to battle to get to explore from the creature aspect to the clothing aspect just walking around hogwarts this is the game we've been waiting for so let's get into it taylor what is a brief synopsis of hogwarts legacy the game is set in the wizarding world universe taking place in the late 1800s which is actually a century before the events of harry potter novels so you as a player you control a student who's going to hogwarts as a fifth year student uh, he learns to wield different magical abilities, objects, um, while he's kind of uncovering, or he or she, or they, them, uh, is uncovering a mysterious secret. 
beneath Hogwarts. So yeah, Chris, we were, when we saw this, we were both ecstatic. Um, and, you know, having played a lot of the original games, this certainly got us back in the feeling of, you know, loving this world. I was, as soon as we started playing this, super excited. Um, on, a, on a whole, the game is so immense, but not immense where it's kind of overwhelming, where I feel like, you know, number one, you get to explore Hogwarts, which is huge in itself. And you have the grounds of Hogwarts, and then you have Hogsmeade, uh, the town nearby, and then kind of the surrounding area. I guess it's the Scottish Highlands uh, is where this is set. Um, so there's there's so much to do, but what I like about it is kind of a choose your own adventure. It is one of those, you know, sandbox style games, but there, as you're going through the game, there's just so much to see and do. And, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. I, I really thought like, wow, it's going to be kind of, you know, pretty straightforward, but it is, it is really kind of overwhelming at times about how much uh, you can do. So you kind of have to kind of slow your roll a little bit because uh, I think, for those of you who are not used to kind of an open world game or games like this, it can be kind of overwhelming, particularly like the menu and, and kind of organizing uh, spells, which um, that's been <laughs> kind of a challenge. Uh, but I'm absolutely loving uh, this game. And number one, being able to create your own character, I think is great, you know, from the hair, the look. And of course, there's all these little costumes uh, or items that kind of enhance your strengths and abilities. And that's kind of fun to kind of create your own character, so to speak. Yeah, the game is freaking massive. Not only is the map massive, but everything you can do in this game is massive. As with many of these games that are open sandbox like this, you could just do the main missions and just do the main story. But as with most games, it gets more difficult as you go along. And there's so many side quests and side missions and things to collect that realistically, you do want to enjoy all that because not only will help your character become stronger, it just really like highlights all that is available in this game because i mean yeah i mean there's the dueling aspect yes you learn spells around and sometimes you need it for puzzles but you also need it for dueling and dueling is very intense in this game they did a really good job of making it not feel stale uh because you learn various spells and yes i know from the moment this game had trailers come out people were like can't wait to learn avada kedavra which yes you do <laughs> learn the that in this game but it's not to the point of like you can just use it all the time yeah this is not gta wizard can... world <laughs> no you cannot attack students like you can't just go up to a student and do anything it's not going to do anything um there are moments where you can duel but you can't kill like a student yes you duel goblins and you there's you know all kinds of baddies throughout this game any of those yeah you can kill and it's all kind of fun but i mean there's potion making there is herbology there is flying on the broomstick there is yes like you said costumes i mean there's so many pieces that you collect throughout the game and you have to constantly be that was one thing that kind of at first flawed me is your gearbox is for 20 and that's for all pieces on you that includes hats glasses masks robes your outfits gloves scarves yeah there's things to there's things to you know unlock more gear throughout but like that's the hard thing sometimes you're, you're constantly doing all these missions and you have to keep destroying or selling gear which is funny in a world of of magic teleportation and stuff we can't have like a harry pot uh, a mary poppins bag it just and that's just what i'm go. saying hermione had that bag in the third movie or whatever where is that you know or in the seventh movie where she keeps pulling things out 
But again, this is all part of the game is that it is you, know, you start from kind of a ground zero level and you have to build your character up. And I thought even the story itself was very good. I think, you know, coming off the success of the Harry Potter story, which really for a lot of people is pretty impeccable. Uh, and then you look at Fantastic Beasts was okay. Had layers that were fun. There's stuff about Fantastic Beasts in this game I thought was really well done. Added layer. Um, again, this is the game that kind of plays to all ages. But the story itself, I thought was really well done. And for everything this game has, the magic, the action, the collecting, the world building, it just makes me excited to think that this game will hopefully build to a sequel that maybe is not even Hogwarts-based. Like, this really is set, yeah, in the Scottish Highlands, but there's so many other things that have been introduced in the Wizarding World. Like, I would love a whole game where now you're an adult or, and you're going to the Ministry of Magic. You're going to maybe the United States to do stuff there, around the world. Like, there's so much they could do. The potential is, like, crazy because this game surpassed everything that I expected from it. Um, and I don't know why I thought it might be a little, like, not cheesy, but I think some of the past Harry Potter games have been a little like that. This does have the danger. It does have the, the it's fun, it's got the magic, but it does have the action too. So I think the possibilities could be crazy moving forward. And I'm sure we'll expect a DLC too, because the only thing that was not included in this game that a lot of people were pretty pissed about, no Quidditch. Yeah, which is a funny way of, they have a, a funny thing in the plot where, you know, oh, this is why we're not having Quidditch. So, um, I think that'll probably be a big part of the DLC. Um, my only other little quip to it, I think, because it's still um, a bit technical, technical issues. There's a lot of issues sometimes going into rooms. There's like loading times where I get to it. I'm like, oh, there's that little uh, scrolling bar. Oh, finally I can get in. So it, it's kind of interesting with some of that stuff where it kind of is a little frustrating, especially with as massive the game is, you can't easily get through like some areas because of loading times. But other than that, it, it's been pretty seamless. And again, you know, Chris and I are, you know, a good chunk into the game and we don't want to spoil any of the plot details but you know for my money really really a great game and a great direction for the harry potter universe on next gen consoles uh you know we're playing on the ps5 it looks great it's been running very well enjoying it honestly you know for for what it has and some of the issues right now my personal opinion uh loving this game i'm gonna give this you know a solid i'm gonna give this a solid nine nine out of ten I'm just really enjoying this game. Yeah, that's where I sit. Nine out of ten. I think it's one of the best games to come out recently. Uh, it's one that I think will also have quite a bit of replayability, which is great. Because uh, again, the the fun thing is you can choose which house you want to be in, but also you can connect your Wizarding World account. Which you know, if you've done the the test to see what your house is, what your Patronus is, what your wand is. All of that can be uploaded into the game and connected, which is pretty cool. So the options are endless, and uh, I'm going to give the game a 9 out of 10. And you can check out Hogwarts Legacy now. It's currently available on PS5, PC, and Xbox XS, but it'll be coming to PS4 and Xbox One in April, and then Nintendo Switch in July. So no matter what platform you have, eventually you can enjoy this game and check it out. It is one not to miss. All right, that was this edition of Potential Picks. Come on, Canaveral! 
Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.